On this episode of Industry Relations, Rob and I discuss what really has changed in the MLS industry. Let's go. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Industry Relations with your host, co-host. This is uh, Rob Hahn, the notorious Rob, and as always, the fabulous Greg Robertson. Woo! <laughs> Hola, Rob. Uh, today is hat day for anybody watching us on YouTube. Uh, and hat and t-shirt day. because That's you know, right. Yeah. Yeah. And appropriately, we are wearing red and blue. I'm just putting that out. (laughs) (laughs) Well, the funny thing is, is I'm not sure people are going to hear this, but um, I'm, uh, you know, I live in Huntington Beach. We have something we call the Pacific Air Show every year. So it's when it's an air show that's on on Huntington Beach. Mm -hmm. And uh, so the Jets are doing practice runs today. Oh, nice. Was it practice runs today? No, it's actually the air show started today. Okay. So it's Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. So it's a little overcast. Hopefully, I'm going tomorrow. I'm taking my boat out with some friends. And we're going to watch the air show from the uh, water. Yeah. yeah. Um, but if you hear, I don't know if you can, my mic is isolating enough that you won't hear it, but yeah, I might freak out a little bit because yeah. they're, right, they're going right over my house. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> It, it, and it's hopefully it's not military jets, you know, just to a zooming, you know, it's, there's oh, no, no Maverick. They're, they're mili- they, yeah, no, it's, it's, you know, they're the, uh, the Thunderbirds are here. Oh, um, nice. Very a lot cool. of the, uh, yeah, the big ones here. So it's, uh, very, very really cool. exciting. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So, uh, I just, we decided, you know, we we're chatting. Um, by the time this episode gets published, I think, uh, CMLS will be over. And you and I have been going to CMLSs for that event for a long time, <laughs> like a real long time. Before and, it was CMLS in my case, yeah. And um, I have a lot to be grateful for uh, to CMLS specifically because that's how I met Sonny. <laughs> that's how I met oh, my right wife. Oh, that's great. <laughs> it was 2016 CMLS. It was the tail. She was at the Realtor.com conference at the tail end. So their last day and our first day kind of overlapped. So, you know, I was in town early. I called up friends at uh, Realtors, like, hey, what you guys doing? Like, we're having a party. Come by. I went by. I met this uh, pretty young thing. And uh, the rest is history. So, a lot to be grateful for. Um, And I know that the content this year is going to be amazing because I know who was, uh, it's been very hard at work on the content. (laughs) (laughs) But, Sunny. Yeah. But, you know, because of something else I'm working on, I went back and I found a video of my presentation in Las Vegas in 2016, CMLS. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know, I don't think anything's changed you know, from that presentation. Oh, really? Uh, Interesting. I don't. And so because that was the presentation where I sort of really uh, talked about there are too many MLSs, they're, you're too small right? and you're too poor. Uh, you need to divorce the association, you know, governance changes, you know, I went through a lot of that stuff, which was, you know, super controversial. It was a hot, like, I think I opened that presentation by saying, uh, I might be announcing my retirement after this presentation. It's just like, and it, <laughs> because uh, I may not be getting hired by anybody. Um, yeah. And it's like, this is back when like upstream was much in the news and, you know, all this stuff. And I'm like, have things changed? Well, I mean, let's Since let's then? just let's you just know? take the two things you've talked about, right? You sure. just highlighted, right? I mean, so too many MLSs. I mean, 
there is certainly, an, uh, since 2017, a lot less MLSs um, than uh, there was. That was just, sorry, you're probably not hearing it, but it's scaring the shit out of me. Um, there's too many MLSs. I mean, there's a lot less MLSs, a lot. I mean, you know, whatever, but there are, there are certainly fewer MLSs out there for sure. Um, I guess. <laughs> well, 2017, I mean, I'm, there was 800. Kind of, there, were, there were 800 when okay. I gave that speech. Now there's five. Five twenty-three. I mean, that's what you're saying. That's not a lot. Oh, I so mean, let, let's, okay, what's that no, percentage-wise, right? I mean, that's here's, let's okay, just say I get it, Craig. My statement was there are too many MLSs. Okay, so so wouldn't you say progress is reducing that number by you know say thirty-five percent? Sure. I'm just asking you. Do you agree with my that statement? There are too many MLSs. I believe that. Oh, absolutely. There's too many. Okay. Losses. So yes. that's, yeah, no progress has been made. Sure. But still, yeah, but you're, you were saying nothing has changed. Right. And I'm saying that's, I think that's demonstrably incorrect. Sure. I guess it, this is, it's, it's, it must be because you're like a Biden fan. Like the rate of growth of inflation has come down. So yay. It's like, yeah, but price have doubled. So. I guess it's. I guess it's slightly lower. You know, Listen, like, I'm. I'm a. Just so you know, I'm a registered <laughs> independent. Okay, so that's that's where I fall on this whole thing, right? So, uh, <clears throat> so no, I I get you. Look, progress has been made, but there's still too many MLSs. Yeah. Okay. And they're so and they're too and they're too poor, and they're too small. I don't think that's changed fundamentally. It's just like, look, CRMLS has grown since 2016. Bright MLS has grown since 2016. They're still too small, right? They're too, still too small. I mean, no, no. I mean, I, 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 again, I'm, I'm like, I might be, what do they say, picking pepper out of fly shit, but. Um, <laughs> and I know that yeah. disagree. Like, progress has been made. I'm just, so fine. We, we, it's not, nothing has changed. But I'm saying fundamentally, and so it was, here's what I wanted to do. I thought, you know, let's do a preview of CMLS because I think you're going. Uh, I, I won't be because I actually have to go to a different event. Well, well but, there, uh, I mean, a pre, I mean, we're, this will be airing after it, right? So, I know, but I'm saying yeah. we're going to preview and okay. we'll see how much right. of our predictions come true. Okay. Maybe that's the way to think about it. Um, because the difference, and I was thinking about, okay, so 2016, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, you know, like all the CMLSs we've been to. And all the topics that we sort of talk about year after year after year, and not a whole lot changing. This year, it might be different because of the lawsuits, right? It's There's already been a couple, which we've talked about in previous episodes, like Bright and MRED both saying, we're going to go to zero now, right? Zero percent is allowed. And NAR doing this. Buyer's you know, compensation is, is now displayed on public facing websites, right? Sure. Buyers, Things like yeah, that. So, compensation. you know, like maybe this is the year we see some real fundamental change. Um, I kind of doubt it, but that's so it's sort of a retrospective, but more of a preview, right? Like, what do you, what do you think will come out of this conference that might be different than previous years? Let's right. start well, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, you know, I think there was less, there's less MLSs now than last year. I think that progress still happens. But I think, you know, um, as you and I have talked about in, in other conversations, I think the bottom 400 MLSs need to um, go away. 
and what is the the best way of doing that and there's issues of tribalism and also protectionism all through there that you've got to figure out but i think that should be something but we're we're making progress there i think on the on the the issue of transparency in in, in regards to compensation i think uh the our hands may have been forced on this by the doj and these lawsuits but we are we have definitely seen some progress um happening there um and i think that's 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 a good thing um and i think that's going to only accelerate with these lawsuits that um will you know as i say probably be settled in the next three or four weeks um i know you know everybody wants to split hairs and say well, I think I'm, what I'm hearing now is people are saying they think that the, the franchise or lawsuits will be settled, but NAR is, is still going to be a stickler, uh, and, yeah, and, that's, and go yeah, to I trial, so. right? That's, that's, I think the consensus I'm hearing out there. I, I still think that NAR is going to settle as well, but we'll see what happens there. Um, I think in the fact of like, um, again, we may have been forced there. Maybe there's going to be, uh, another level of professionalism. I mean, there's other things that are going on in the industry as far as uh, out of CMLS. Well, I mean, there MLS is there, right? I mean, and you know, there's always been issues with leadership, and right. I think some of these things that are coming out of NAR can give you know association execs and and MLS execs a little bit more time to kind of look towards inward to see, okay, are, are, do we have some of the similar problems that are happening, happening other places? Right. Um, same thing with like SDAR. I mean, you brought it up, right? I mean, every, everybody's got to look at maybe, you know, every aspect of their business, uh, financial otherwise. Right. I mean, all these, these things that are being brought up naturally, I think focus everybody to kind of look, hopefully look at themselves and how they're doing things. Mm -hmm. Um, I still think, you know, things are changing so fast. Uh, you know, back in 2017, it may not have been like even comprehensible that, um, a vendor would become their largest participant in an MLS or mm -hmm. a participant like the showing time and Zillow thing. Mm -hmm. And I think there's some stuff that we still have, the industry has to figure out about what's the best way to handle that. Uh, now that vendors are brokers, right? right. Um, you, you've seen a lot of change in, in how technology is deployed. Um, there used to be just a handful of, of MLSs that ro rolled their own, so to speak, that had their own kind of MLS system. And now MLSs are, are becoming software companies and creating their own products uh, within. And that, that was, that's something you haven't seen before. Um, I mean, and think about it this way. I mean, if you look at, you know, 2017 and now, um, you know, we were, we were, we got out of the GFC, right? Um, we had a, a contentious election, right? Um, then you have um, what we've gone through as far as uh, the pandemic um, right. and the housing crisis, um, and now the you know the quickest, uh, most accelerated time of interest rates going up and everywhere. Um, that's forcing a lot of uh, of changes too. I mean, I I, I happen to think I mean these these executives that have gone through all these different things. It's just, you know, holy mackerel, right? I mean, what they've had to gone through, it's, it's hard to, to come out there without some sort of like P 
PS, you know, what do they call it? Um, post-traumatic stress disorder. Sure. A little bit. <laughs> uh, and, and everything that's happened. Um, so let me ask you about this because this yeah. is one of the key things. Again, I just look at a CMLS where the MLS is gathered. Back in 2016, this was one of my key statements, right? That the MLS and the association have to get divorced, right? For mutual, like for mutual benefit that I really thought then, and I still think that the MLS and the association are stuck in this dysfunctional codependent relationship where they're really not good for each other and yet they can't let go, right, of each other. And a lot of it, I think, is just the association's fear of like what they're going to lose so much money and all this stuff. Right. Okay. So I said that in 2016 and you know what? Most of the people in the audience back in 2016 were kind of nodding their heads. Like there's a lot of truth to that. Nothing has really happened since then. Is this year, is this the year when we finally see the MLS executives and their board members sitting in that ballroom go, it's time we need to do this. And the reason I bring that up is because like we talked about uh, last week when we were talking about the REMAX settlement, I'm fairly convinced that the settlements with the franchisors will include a provision where the franchisors will no longer require that their agents and brokers be uh, realtors. So is that kind of the, again, forced into it, is that kind of the impetus where now could you see the people in the audience next week? At CMLS saying it's time we need to get divorced. What do you think? I think I think you're seeing starts cracks start to happen. One of you meant and one of you one you'd mentioned one of them where Bright, right, um, broke ranks in a in a sense and and sure. said we're we're gonna we're gonna make it zero, right? We're not gonna make it a penny or a dollar or whatever it was before. And then you saw NAR support that in some weird fashion, right? Um, yeah, a little bit as we talked about before, yeah. like revisionist history there. Yeah. Um, you're seeing, you know, um, but that, that's not yet quite the, so, the hold same on, thing. Hold, okay. Right? But, but, but then let, let's bring it on. I, I've heard, and these are just rumors, right? So, and, and, and these could be, un, these are definitely unconfirmed, unconfirmed, but that state associations have been looking into this and have been kind of slapped on the wrist by NAR. Like, uh, you know, don't even think about like trying to kind of break apart from us, right? Because of right. A, B, C, and D, right? So you're starting to see cracks there where people never thought that that could happen. You're starting to see like cracks in that that kind of uh, system to make it happen. And that's all everybody needs to, to do is like, once somebody does something, it gives almost everybody else permission to look at that a little differently. It's like the, the kind of four minute mile. Once somebody breaks, sure. There's a, a mental thing that says, okay, well, I guess let's let's try this. Let's try sure. that. I think I hear the Jets now. I mean, no. <laughs> again, it's about decisions, right? I mean, we've been talking about this, like I said, since, since 2016, right? But no one's yet taken that step. At the same time, you can't help but look at Northwest MLS. You can't help but look at MLS PIN. You know, that they just reached a settlement, three million bucks, and they're out. But they could be like, hey, you know what? Here's how we're going to change the rules and settle with the plaintiffs because we control our rules. Whereas Bright, like, you're right. I mean, they've made steps. You know, they've they've got, went from $1 to zero, like, I guess. In order for them to do that, though, they kind of had to get permission from NAR. 
So Brett does not control its own rules, not to the extent that, you know, Northwest MLS or MLS PIN does. Well, I, speaking yeah. of – wait, hold on. Speaking of complete rumors, right, like unsubstantiated rumors, I heard a rumor that a major national brokerage is going to no longer require – it's going to actually pull out of NAR and none of its agents will be realtors going forward. I've heard that rumor. Total unspeculated, uh, unconfirmed speculation. Well, they, how do they, how does, how do, I can see that they don't have, that they would say they don't require it, but I can't see how they would tell an independent agent that they, of what association they could join or not. Because I think in order to be a realtor, unless I'm wrong, your principal broker has to be a realtor, right? Right. Maybe not. Maybe not. Um, there's, that's, uh, yeah, that's a little arcane. Maybe little not. Arcane. I don't know. It used yeah. to be where the only realtor member was the principal broker and an agent was never a realtor. They were like an associate realtor. They were like an associate member. It used to be that way. They changed that. So I don't know. Like if, you're, if your brokers that you're with is not a realtor, can you become a realtor? I'm not sure. I don't know the answer. But my point is that it's just a general trend. Well, right? okay. So, so let me go back to Okay, That's yeah. Let asking. me let me go back to let me again press back on the original premise. Like nothing's changed, and I I know you're walking that back a bit, but but like in 2017, and 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 this I think what's the change that I'm going to mention here that I think you'll agree with me is is actually this would be the Gibraltar or the thing that cracking that might might make all these other things happen. Would you would ever expect? And this I think is a huge change, right? Okay. Um, in 2017, that the actual value proposition of an MLS, compensation okay. and cooperation, was going to fundamentally break apart. Right? I don't think you could. I don't think you could make. I don't think anybody would have made that bet. Right? You didn't certainly. I mean, as 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 you know, you're good at like predicting, and you're also good at like finding different things. Nobody was talking about that crazy. What are you talking about? Uh, you know. Uh, Blowing apart the, you know, the fund foundation of an MLS of cooperation and compensation. Mm -hmm. That is happening right before our eyes. And that's why I think maybe some of the things you talked about and other people talked about, because that breaks apart, you know, that I think might be a fundamental shift where some of these other things might happen. You say divorce the association. That's your point of view. There might be somebody in the association or MLS world that says, well, Rob, I mean, I think it's actually a good thing that they're yeah. that we're together, right? Yeah, so I mean, course. that's just your one of your things, but of um, it's just that they're. But wrong. I mean, if you know, <laughs> you know. I love you. I totally love you. <laughs> um, but no, I mean, so think about that. I mean, you're saying nothing's changed, but I mean, I mean, that's a fucking huge change, right? Um, I guess. Oh well, you know, just to break apart of the the whole value proposition of an MLS. Uh, sure, that's yeah. Oh, well, maybe not. Greg, I mean, of course it is, but I think that's kind of the point in a way, which is that nothing changes unless it's forced on us. Yeah, but I mean, that's <laughs> who wants to fucking change, man? That's how everything happens, right? I mean, Dude, you know, a lot of, I mean, listen, the people. I got news anybody, for you. There are, there are industries that change from within because things, it's better. Are, do you think, are those the, uh, let me, okay, granted, okay. Is that the norm? I kind of do. No, yes. no, no, it's not the do. norm change. I, I think do. happens because a competitor has a better product. 
Um, right, but that's this person that, does that, and Tesla and comes out happen. with Tesla comes out with electric vehicles. All the other competitors go, hey, you know, we need to start looking at this. Well, that's but again, that's making my point, right? You, no, it's they, not. The, the, no. Hold on, yes, it is because the no. the auto industry was forced to Dude. come up with that. They didn't like come From up with their within. own. We should do electric vehicles. You they were forced what, to because no, they so, had so competition. You're, you're, it's not like there was a big giant lawsuit against internal combustion engines, and then they said, "Oh, we better have some but, EVs." I mean, I'm not saying everything's a lawsuit. I mean, but the, it's been affected by something else. Point is, the, the electric vehicle thing come from within the industry. It wasn't because of a lawsuit or a DOJ action that they changed. No, it was because of competition. That's right. And okay, it's so in real it estate, for, they were. So, the, you were saying that right, it comes. What with, has comes happened? Within. What has Hold happened? On, you were within saying the, the, the real estate industry. Yeah, within the MLS industry. No, I'm, I I understand what you're saying. I'm just Nothing. saying most of these things that ha- change that happens usually is brought brought because of an outside entity. Not that the the president of Ford goes, you know what? We should start making electric cars. No, they're gonna. Everybody wants to do what they're continuing to doing what they're good at until they're forced because there's another competitor that comes on that does it better and is eating up at their market share. Right? It's not because and, it's right. And you don't see the difference between internal competition and external lawsuits and government action. I think they're, I think um, I, I do see the difference, but they're still in the category of something outside of something. But how is it outside if it's internal competition? Well, what's internal, what's internal about Ford and Tesla? Tesla's a car company, but it's, it's a, inside it's a separate, the auto industry. Inside the auto industry. Is it not in the auto industry? Yeah. But I mean, it's not, you know, the way you phrased it was that that Ford would be internally make change. No, that did not happen. Right. If you want to say, no, f- you know, put a big umbrella on it. Internal is the industry. I'm saying within the industry. Right. It came from within the industry through because the things are better. Hey, you know what? Uh, and so I guess a way to think I, about I, it. I don't, I don't I don't even think that. I mean, to me, you know, Elon was fucking make, you know, he's he came into the he wasn't part of the industry. He came from the outside and came into the industry and forced that change. Now, if you were to say take like Tesla out and Toyota started making electric cars, I would agree with you. But that did not happen. Some outside force came in and forced well, them to change. Toyota did kind of do it right because they Toyota is the pioneer of the hybrid. Yeah, but right? but not to the level what's going on now. Not that, not to the, the level, level of Tesla, but they did they did invent the hybrid engine, and then others started doing hybrids as well, right? I th- I think we both made our points. Yeah, except your point's wrong, right? So, <laughs> well, <laughs> look, we'll let the listeners decide. Sure, I mean, but what? So my point simply is okay. So is this fine? We'll go with it, right? We'll go with your formulation, right? My point is okay. Is this the year? When the men and women gathering in New Orleans will finally go, it's time. We need to divorce the association. Well, right. So, so just keep in mind that's your opinion of what's that's broken. Right. That yes. not that might not be what their opinion of what's broken. But they're right? wrong. <laughs> you and I, I think you and I agree on this. They're wrong, right? Most of the problems with the MLS comes from the fact that it's it's realtor association owned and governed. Well, some are, yeah. What do you mean some are? Well, there's, you know, um, uh, FMLS. And FMLS doesn't have the problems of a standard normal MLS. They just don't. I mean, you're, I mean, you're saying all. I mean, there's not there's some MLS models that are not 
They're not owned by an association. Right. right. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. And they have their own separate unique problems, but those are infinitely superior, right? <laughs> like if, if you had to pick a model, is an FMLS or Northwest and, or MLS pin significantly better than Bright or CRMLS or whatever, even MRED, which is broker governs, you know, in some weird way. Of course it is. Uh, no, so I, I like I like FMLS's model for sure. Yeah, right. So I'm just saying. So with the and they've known this, right? It's not like this is a secret. FMLS has been around for 70 years, right? And it's been the envy of like brokers everywhere. It's not like people didn't know this. It's just they didn't couldn't did, did not and could not do anything about it. And yet, it. Gamels is uh, a, another well-run MLS that does very well. What? what how do you account for that? Competition is great, I guess. Right. I don't know. So here's the thing. I'm I'm just pointing out that. All right, maybe maybe not. You know, maybe, maybe you're right. Maybe there are a bunch of MLS execs who are like, no, it's wonderful that we're with the Realtor Association. It's great that our board of directors is appointed by the Realtor Association. And so I think, random. I think, ass I think Bob Hale does a great job. Thing, I think you know, Bob Hale does a great board, job. Right? I think Bob Hale does a great job. Um, I think he would do a better job if the MLS and the associate were completely divorced. Yeah. And, and, and they're about as close as things get, by the way. It's yeah. two separate he, corporations. They have two yeah. separate boards of directors. You know, But I mean, here's, here's the problem is that we'll never get a straight answer from any of these guys because you know, they, yeah, I know. while they're still there, it's like you'll never – I mean, even like it probably you – know, we're three seats to the wind in a lobby bar at 2 a.m. last call and saying <laughs> – Come on, man. Tell me the truth. Do you really think blah, blah, blah? We would never hear that. <laughs> I, I think I think the difference this year might be that the board might start to see things differently. In other words, the MLS CEO might always have believed, you know what? In order to really run the MLS great, we need to divorce the association. right? But they could never get that past the board, which was appointed by the association. right? This is the year I feel like maybe... Because a lot of times, you know, CMLS especially, they, they bring their like presidents, they bring their board chairs, right? They bring the volunteer leadership. Maybe if the volunteer leadership heard some of the shit that's going on, right? They might be like, uh, we might need to divorce them, the association. Do you know what I mean? Right. Like, again, that's just one example, right? There, there are a bunch of other examples. Like the whole – I still can't believe that seven years later, we're still – I still think there are too many MLSs. They're too small and they're too poor. You know, like the definition that I gave back in 2016 was a Gartner research definition of what is a small, mid-sized, and large uh, company. Right. In order to make mid-sized, you have to do a billion dollars a year in revenue. I don't think there's a single MLS in the country that does a billion dollars in revenue. Do you? Well, it depends on. I mean. They're a marketplace in a sense, and they could, they're, they're definitely, their if, own you, revenue. if you count, if you, well, their own revenue, no. Their own I mean, revenue. Right. Yeah. No, not, of not course the not. Size but I mean, market. but they're, but they're certainly facilitating billions of dollars. Of course. There's certainly MLSs are facilitating billions of dollars of, of transactions happening. Of course. Just about yeah. everyone is because yeah. it's real estate. I'm just saying, I don't think there's a, an MLS in the country that does its, has its own revenues over a billion dollars. Seven years later. 
right? With right. I mean, going from eight hundred fifty to five hundred MLSs. But uh, you know that that's almost like it could be a a business metric of how, a revenue recognition metric, right? So MLSs could definitely <laughs> look at it this way. I mean, look at FMLS, right? I mean, yeah. if it's a percentage of what's sold, yeah. Well, you know, you could be well. Basically, we've we've facilitating the sale of four billion dollars, and we're charging point zero five. You know, we're we're charging five hundred basis points, mm-hmm. and then oh, so you're I think they're they're, charging now they've counted. Yeah, they're they're counting. You know that revenue. I mean, it, it no, could actually, be just no, a, they're charging like twenty five basis points. I don't think FMLS does a billion in revenue. Even if they're if they're if they're if they're counting the houses sold as revenue. But that's not that's not revenue. Revenue is yeah. like literally checks coming get, in yeah. your door. I mean, right? you know the game. You know the game I'm playing. I mean, it's like no, I know, DCI I know. and I know. You know, I, I sold know. a billion dollars worth of I real know. estate, right? I'm saying even if it's nothing else, like okay, I'm FMLS because they were in the room in 2016. I hear this. I'm like, you know what? I want to be a mid-sized company. Let's go on this massive acquisition spree. Let's do whatever and grow our revenues to a billion dollars. They they couldn't do it. They didn't do it, right? And I'm just saying like, okay, so that's another example. The too poor thing is legit. I mean, I think people are like, well, you know, MLS have all this money. And then we get the MLS pin settlement. It's $3 million and that's all they could afford. And I was like, really? That's, that's all the money that's they have? I still think that's a lot of money, but what? okay. I still What's think that? that's a lot of money. <laughs> you think $3 million is a lot of money? Yeah. In the context of, a, of an MLS the size of pin? Yeah. Really? Okay. All right. I, I mean, <laughs> that was not a lot of money in my book, man. I mean, fuck it. Remax paid fifty-five million. Maybe I've just I've been a vendor so long that these guys have been so poor mouth that I've just I've 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 really just hung on to that narrative. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. I, 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 I'm just I'm like the I'm like the dog that's been hit so many times. Yeah, maybe. I just I flinch now at it. Like, yeah. <laughs> when I was told you had no money. Yeah. Right? I, I was shocked. Three million. Where'd you Where'd you have three million hanging around? Right. I, I was actually shocked. I'm like three million. That's like. <laughs> That's like a uh, fairly like a local mid-sized plumbing company. You know they have that much money. Like really? I don't know any plumbers that got three million dollars in the bank ready to get. Oh, away. dude, I I know a bunch here in Vegas. Like they're big ass companies with you know, like so it it was just shocking. Like wow, like you guys really don't have much money, which then explains the whole like, you know, why they nickel and dime the fucking vendors to death and. Constantly looking for non-dues revenues and constantly unable to innovate, constantly unable to do shit. I'm like, yeah, because you have no money, right? I thought you had a bunch of money, but apparently it's not the case, right? And, and, and the sad part is they pride themselves on, I have, we haven't raised dues in 25 years. Right, right. Jesus right. Christ. Like we're not for profit. I'm like, okay, <laughs> there are too many of you and you're too poor and you can't, can't do shit, you know? Yeah. Like that hasn't... I mean, sure, we've made progress, but it's not like we went from 800 and whatever to 525, and now CRMLS is a billion-dollar-a-year company, and now they're making big moves, you know, like, it's... Yeah, it but happened. I mean, there's, I mean, yeah, I mean, you know, billion-dollar company. I mean, there's 100,000 agents. I mean, you divide that for the billion. How are you going to extract that kind of money from real estate agents? I mean, you're not. I don't know. Zillow's I mean, doing $1.5 billion a quarter. Yeah, and not making and 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 
not revenue. being that profitable doing it though. I don't know. Their their gross margins are like eighty five percent, dude. Yeah, what's right. net? That's what I was talking about. Net, they can control the net. Right. I'm just saying, like, it's just odd, right? So this is again have been going on for years and years and years, right? I guess I'm wondering: is this the year where things really change, where the people in that room cut together and go, "It's time. We need to make changes." Like, imagine if CMLS were to release CMLS itself, the organization were to release a statement like. We need to divorce the NAR and the Realtor Association. NAR, you see that happening? I don't know <laughs> why CMLS would tell associations to do with NAR, but no, um, no, CMLS would tell the MLSs, right? Oh. CMLS is the trade organization for the MLS members. They could be like, "We now believe that we should be separate from." Right. Well, I mean, it would be more like. Hey everybody, Rob Hahn believes that th- these the there should be divorce between the MLS and and associations, and we agree with Rob Hahn, and you should <laughs> right. No, I mean you're be, the one saying that. I don't read it, anywhere it, else really. It'll probably that, be, that, we that need to happen, appoint right? a committee to investigate this for the next three years. <laughs> I don't know, man. I'm just curious. Like, okay, so that's on that side. Do you think the technology has changed significantly in the last seven years? No, um, I think that's, I think that is going to change. I think I'm just, I just got some news today of some stuff that I think is really going to be interesting with, and I, I, you know, I hate even saying these two, two letters, AI, I think is, is going to be changing a lot coming up. Um, I've just seen some previews of some and heard about some previews of stuff. So I'll say that. Um, but you know, I think fundamentally right now though, I think what we have that's a headwind to this kind of like change you'd like to see and that I'd like to see is, and I just, there's a palpable like um, male, you know, I think, I think especially in, in, in the, in the leadership of MLSs, it's just like, what is, what's next? These lawsuits, you know, what's going on to the, 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 the main mothership organization, right? Mm-hmm. There's just so much shit going on. It's like you can't focus on until some of this shit is resolved. Mm-hmm. I think it's hard to see the forest from the trees here of going forward and until um, I don't think anybody wants to do anything in, in regards to compensation too much until we hear about what happens with the lawsuits. Sure. Um, as far as like, you know, should we look into divorcing from, you know, or, or these kind of things that you're talking about? I mean, that shit might just be blown up anyway. <laughs> it might happen for us, for Christ's sake, right? Um, so I just, I don't want to say it's a wait and see, but it's like, I also get the feeling of like, what other shoe's going to drop here? I mean, it seems like there's some, and I, I don't want to get into this, but some memo that drops every week to yeah. make things, you know, even worse. Yeah. Um, and it's, it just keeps coming and coming and coming. And I, I got to believe if I'm running a, a, a you know, significant size MLS, it's just like, it's got to be draining right now. Um, and, and we need to kind of get over that before I think we can see, um, some real change. But I, I think, I think the, the nature of how this stuff is going to shake out is that it's going to, it's going to like, whether, you know, you like this to happen or not, it's going to force some change. So I think in the end, it'll be a good thing, but I still think we have a little bit ways to go before those, those things can start 
th- these initiatives can start happening. Okay. So what that says to me is, and I think you're probably right, man. I mean, it's basically not, not a whole lot's going to change. Because what you've laid out is the case for reactive. Like the MLS and the people who govern MLS are fundamentally reactive. And you're right. They're saying, oh, my God, this and that and this. What else is going to happen? I'm waiting for the other shoe to drop. So we're going to hold off. We'll see what happens and then we'll react to it, right? Versus being proactive, saying, hey, you know what? The environment's chaotic, but here's what we're going to do. We're going to proactively go out and do X, Y, and Z. We're going to proactively create change. We're going to proactively shift because this is what we believe. Like, that's just not a thing. There, there has been, and we already talked about some of the things that have. I mean, Bright MLS, CRMLS, Redfin, some other people have put things out there to like proactively. We're going to put, we're, we're going to put um, buyer's compensation on the website. That was yeah, reactive, gonna- dude. That was after the DOJ lawsuit. No one did that yeah. proactively. Yeah, no. Right? I, I mean, I'm trying to. I'm trying to kind of. I'm trying to I find some ways to make your. I know. But You're the I defender of the faith. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, and, and I, I, I just don't think that that's a negative thing. I think that's just the way things, the way things happen. Is that I mean, there, people are people don't want to change, and like this has been a narrative of like you and I on these podcasts for a long time. I'm all you're talking about always pushing the envelope, making radical change, you know, from your point of view of what things things happen. And, and, and then you also talk about the outcomes you think are going to happen. These second, second order consequences or third order consequences. And I'm always the guy that comes back and I, and I, I want to say this word and you're going to like, you're going to like nod your head inertia. The inertia is so powerful in this industry that it's so hard, you know, of anything to really, make meaningful change because we just, it just, it just keeps rolling. Right. And, and that's, I think that's the fundamental premise here that we're talking about. You you know, you talk about, you know, widespread significant change and what, what ends up happening and why I'm not that I think it's the right thing, but just looking past it, history is the inertia is so strong in the ways that we are, we either rumble over it or we find ways to like twist it into the way we're doing things. And I think that's what's going to happen with this buyer's compensation thing. We're just going to figure out how to make it work within a system and just roll on, baby. Mm-hmm. Um, and we'll see what happens. Okay. So it's just coming down to this thing. Like, here's kind of where, I, where I'm realizing. <laughs> and if I were going to see MLS, which I'm not, but if I were, I think it's interesting. Like, the t- tagline this year is championing MLS. Yeah. But there's a huge element of that feels defensive. Like, how do we defend the MLS value proposition? How do we defend? And I think one thing I can't say is it's defend general, the MLS. I thought you're championing the MLS. It's championing. I'm saying though, okay. like the, the here's we're going to champion this cause, like, or we're going to champion this person. Like, there's a sense of it for me that it's defensive. Like, we're going to try and defend the MLS against all these attacks. Right? So, I, I would submit to you that the if I were in, you know, it's like a topic conversation should be, why are we so reactive? And you're right. Maybe it's just inertia. It's been so strong. And things have been so good. So we don't need to be proactive. But the entire MLS and associate world is just so reactive. Right? 
And I think that's something maybe that people in that room should think about. Why are you so reactive? Why, why can't you be more proactive? And you're an entrepreneur, you're a startup guy. It's not like you said, you know what? I'm going to go create CMA, like online CMAs, because I'm reacting to some crisis. Like you saw an opportunity, you said, let's go make shit happen. Right? And I do think that as a general rule, the MLS industry is lacking some of that, let's go make shit happen. I, mindset and mentality, and probably a huge part of it is because of governance. Yeah. But it, me, it's just the general statement, sure. right? Sure. Well, let's push back a little bit on that, right? Sure. I mean, and again, you could say this is reactive because something else happens, but I don't know if that's a negative thing, right? Because at least they're doing something, right? So we have, I mean, I was just on a webinar yesterday where CRMLS has announced kind of a different division called RE Core, and they're they're now actively selling and promoting products to other MLSs that they've built internally, right? Sure. Um, I think uh, MLS Aligned, right? They sure. have their Aligned showing products um, that um, that they've been deploying themselves within their, it's only, you know, there's only a few MLSs that belong to MLS Aligned, but they've been deploying that pretty successfully. So they have their own, they can kind of control their own destiny and their MLS owned. Now, yes, you could actually argue that this is a reactive thing because they saw like a, a key vendor like Showing Time got bought by somebody that um, at the time or, you know, I don't want to say they, they just didn't, they didn't like that yeah. outcome, yeah. right? They yeah. wish that outcome was some something else, right? So they put it on themselves. Okay, we're going to do something, right? Um mm -hmm. Again, I, I just push it. So I think there's some changes happening and, and there is some, some proactive things. Now, whether the origin that was from a reactive thing, okay. But, you know, um, I think, you know, there's way, there's ways to react. There's way, you know, you can cower, you can do nothing right. and right. like just hope it goes away. Right. That's a way of reacting. Um, you could, you could like impose rules and regulations and more like that, or you could kind of take, um, control of it in your own hands. And mm -hmm, I think mm -hmm. that's a good way of, that's a proactive way of, of, of doing things, right? Even though it may be coming from a, an origin of a reactive purpose. Sure. And, and this may shock you, but I, I sort of agree with you. I do think that things like MLS aligned is proactive. You know, sure, it might be reacting to like an environment shift, but at least they, those MLS got together, hey, you know what? We should go make some shit happen, right? <sighs> CRMLS, I actually do think that's more proactive than it is reactive. It's again... I, I, it's just, let's go make shit happen. Yeah. Right? As opposed to, oh, shit's happening. How do we deal with this? How do we defend? How do we keep things the same? I'm like, that's the mindset shift, maybe. Yeah. So I would, I would be fascinated to see if coming out of, because again, this is going to air after CMLS is over, right? Coming out of this event, whether, you or Sony or some of my other friends and colleagues in the industry detect like, hey, man, we've shifted. Like we're now going to be proactive about a bunch of things, right? Whatever that is, whether that's like even M&A, you know, the, like just trying to consolidate. That's about as proactive, I think, as we could say that MLS have gotten, but it gets just bogged down and you know, like over seven years, you went from 800 to 525. Congratulations, I guess. So another seven years will be a 300. And it'll still be 
you know, 250 too many and then another seven years. You know, it's like. Yeah, I get you. By that time, AI will have taken over and like, it will be interesting to see, you know, it'll be interesting to see. All right. Let's leave it there. Um, you want to give a let any pre, I know you do your industry update thing. Any previews? Because this is me after you're done, right? What's your yeah. What's, so I yeah. have actually, I'm bringing this up. I have a, a notes file. I'm looking at outcut and it says jokes for industry update. And <laughs> one, two, three, four, five. I have six and I think they're bangers. Awesome. I think, I think they're bangers. I really awesome. think they're really good. Um, Make sure they record that session because I think we should play it oh, at the beginning yeah. of our podcast next week. <laughs> well, I mean, I have some previous ones that are on my YouTube channel. If you, yeah. if somebody wants to Google some of the old ones I've done there, but um, yeah, what is no, the address I, of this YouTube channel? We should probably put it to the show notes. Yeah, you know? I'll, 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 <laughs> I'll, I'll let Austin know to kind of do yeah. that. So, all right, well. Well, this I'm going to awesome. miss you next week, man. That's a bummer. I guess I'll, you know, I'll be there with uh, Sunny. Will be there. But, That's right. Um, you, you get the better Han, so yeah. you get the prettier, <laughs> nicer, more beloved Han. So uh, enjoy, and uh, yeah, have a good time. And uh, we will chat again. Next oh, I week. can't wait to hear about your next your meetings next week. So and I we'll have a to lot to talk about. That. Hopefully, yeah. That's right. That's right. All right. Well, thanks everybody for listening, and uh, sign off by saying, "Go get be proactive, yo." Go make shit happen. All right. Later. Listen, content is everything. Two Brothers Creative makes it look easy. Right now, business owners really only have two options. The first option is hire a big firm. Now, this big firm is going to come in, make you think that they invented all the algorithms and start charging you thousands of dollars every month. You don't want to do that. Second option is to do it yourself. Well, that means you got to learn SEO, SEM, copywriting, marketing techniques on the web. Ugh, you should be really focusing on your own product. But now there's a third option. It's called content in a box. Give Two Brothers Creative 30 minutes a week and they'll handle everything. Plus, they'll show you how to bring it in house later on. They'll rebuild your marketing foundation and give you tools and techniques and a new marketing playbook that'll actually produce real results and help you grow your business. Two Brothers Creative will give you the confidence and know-how to tell the SEOs and SEMs and all those other acronyms to get fucked. You're in control now. Get started today at thecontentbox.com.